Hello and happy Monday, July 5th, 2021. And I hope if you have that extended vacation, as some people do, that you are sleeping in or getting up early and going for a walk, watching the sunrise, watching the sunset. I don't know, but I hope you're making the most of your extended weekend. And if you're back to work, hey, thanks for taking me for the ride or to help you get ready in the morning. I am Lisa, and you are listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And this week, our series is on exercise. Stop, stop, stop. Don't hit the stop button. Don't go away. Don't panic. We're going to talk about exercise, but today we're going to talk about exercising your brain. Wednesday, we'll talk about exercising your heart. And Friday, we're going to talk about exercising your soul. So don't leave. Don't give up on me. I know some of you were like, hello, I don't need somebody lecturing me about exercise. That's not what this is. This is encouragement, inspiration, and uplifting. And I am so glad you're listening. So today our verse is from 1 Timothy 4, verses 8 through 11. And first I want to read it from the NIV. For physical training is of some value. But godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is a savior of all people and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. And then 1 Timothy 4, verses 8 through 11 from the Passion. For athletic training only benefits you for a short season. But righteousness brings lasting benefit in everything. For righteousness contains the promise of life, for time and eternity. Faithful is the word, and everyone should accept him. For the sake of this ministry, we toil tirelessly and are criticized continually simply because our hope is in the living God. He is the wonderful life giver of all the children of men, and even more so to those who believe. Instruct and teach the people all that I've taught you. First Timothy 4 verses 8 through 11. And so this week we're just going to be talking about exercise. And today we're going to start with exercising your brain. So what is the purpose of your brain? What do you think? I just have a thought. And what does it mean to exercise? Hmm, let me give you a few seconds to think about that. Okay, so let's start with the definition of exercise, because really that's what we're talking about all week. So, of course, we want to start there, right? Excuse me. So, according to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, exercise is the act of bringing into play or realizing in action. Exercise is the discharge of an official function or professional occupation. Exercise is the act or an instance of carrying out the terms of an agreement, such as an option. The second definition for exercise 
is regular or repeated use of faculty or bodily organ or a bodily exertion for the sake of developing and maintaining physical fitness. A third definition, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, is something performed or practiced in order to develop, improve, or display a specific capability or skill. And that's what I really want to uh, focus on. And the fifth definition in Merriam-Webster's Dictionary of Exercise is a maneuver, operation, or drill carried out for training and discipline. So I really want to just focus on something that's performed or practiced in order to develop, improve, or display a specific capability or skill. It's a maneuver, an operation, a drill carried out for training and discipline, okay? So when we think of exercise, what is something that you do? An exercise, exercise is something performed or practiced in order to develop, improve, or display a specific capability or skill. And Everyone is exercising in some way, shape, or form. Some people are exercising their bodies by going to the gym or doing a workout routine at home or with a small group. You know, they are working on, you know, performing and practicing and developing that skill of whether it's Zumba or pound class or any one of the numerous different programs out there available that you can do from your home. But today, I want to talk about exercising your brain. So when you think of your brain, what is something that you exercise that benefits your brain? What is something performed or practiced in order to develop, improve, or display a specific capability or skill within your brain? Dramatical pause. Um, you know, I have older members in my family and, you know, some of them really worry about, you know, their mind. And so one way they exercise their brain is to do Sudoku or Sudoku, Sudoku, <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean. You know, where the nine boxes, the numbers are nine, rows and columns are nine. And or they do crossword puzzles or they do word searches or they play different like mind activating games on their devices or computers because they want to exercise their brain to keep it sharp so that their brains don't age before they do to fight off dementia or other things. Another way that you can, should, are, Exercising your brain is by reading your Bible. And you're saying, wait, what? I don't have to do anything to read my Bible. I just sit and I read. But when you're reading your Bible, you are engaging truth. You are inviting God's amazing knowledge into your brain. And you need to process that. And you need to figure out where are you going to file that. Romans 12, verse 12. I mean, Romans 12, verse 2. Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, 
here, listen to this. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Romans 12, 2. So a way that we exercise our brain is by allowing God to transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And how does God change the way you think? By taking what you read in his Bible, in the word, applying it to your life, and making decisions that are beneficial to you and him. Yeah, you can exercise your brain doing, um, you know, Sudoku and word puzzles and, you know, games on your tablets. Yet the greatest exercise our brain needs is to think. Our brains need to be thinking. And Romans 12, 2 says, let God transform you. He will change the way you think. When we read our Bible, we're going to read verses, and that is going to change the way we think. For instance, 2 Timothy 1, 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a power of power, love, and self-discipline. How? If you were to study that verse, meditate on that verse for a week, how could that verse alone exercise your brain? How is that going to change the way you think? Personalize it. You know, I'll personalize it for me. God has not given you a spirit of fear, Lisa. God has not given you a spirit of timidity. Timid, timid, itty, <laughs> Lisa. God has given you a spirit of power. God has given you a spirit of love. God has given you a power of self-discipline. Amen. That's exercising your brain. That is seeing yourself for who God sees you as. And that's what we need to be doing. We shouldn't be exercising our brain on things that are vulgar or traumatic or nasty or dirty or naughty, whatever word you want to use. We need to exercise our brain on things that are good and pleasing and loving. And those things that God will use to change the way we think. And I know personally that's that's what I want, right? Philippians 4, 8 says, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Philippians 4, 8. How would thinking about the noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, how would that change the way you think? How would that change the way your neurons fire in your brain? That's what this is all about, folks. We all are think differently. 
And that's a good thing. We're all going to read the same passage of scripture and take something different out of that. And that's cool. These are ways that we exercise our brain. Because remember, to exercise, to exercise is when we something is performed or practiced in order to develop, improve, or display a specific capability or skill. So by reading your Bible and applying what you learn, what specific capability or skill is that displaying to others? How do you think, or what do you believe is displayed through your actions, through your facial expressions, through the things you do say, invest money in, spend time in, how does that display the specific capability or skill that you've gained from reading God's Bible, from reading your Bible, from reading God's Word? And how do you respond, act, or behave when all you've watched are negative movies or shows or books? Then how do you think? And what, is, what are you displaying to others then? Because what we think and what we feel is what we do and is what people see. So are people seeing the man or woman of God that you are called to be? Or, they, or are they just seeing a reflection of something that you read, of something you observed? Who do you want people to see? Do you want them to see a God-fearing, loving person? You need to exercise your brain because this world is going to give you many an opportunity to influx your brain with things that we should not be seeing, hearing, or thinking. You're going to experience situations in your life. Some people listening already have and some will in the future have experienced or will experience something traumatic, terrible, horrific, that no human should ever have to witness or experience, but you will. How are you going to take that experience, filter it through your brain, exercise those thoughts and the knowledge and the wisdom that you've gained from reading your Bible, To allow healing and peace and joy to be the best version of you. It may not come easy, yet it is possible. When we learn not to just do and respond or react to the first thing our brain tells us, we need to exercise our brain, make it think. 
make it work. Make it rationalize and weigh the pros and cons and make your brain exercise. Don't go with that gut instinct because you know what? Your gut is a liar sometimes. Make your brain exercise. So I started there this week because I am one of the first people to say I didn't even think I just did it. So I'm starting in an area I know I'm weak. Instead of taking five minutes to slow down and think. So I want to encourage you to exercise your brain. And I hope that as you think about this, maybe exercising your brain does mean taking a walk. Because I know personally, when I exercise, my brain clears out. My brain clears out. So there's definitely a connection between that exercise of our body and the exercising of our brain. The two kind of work together when we allow them that opportunity. Have a great week, everybody, and I will catch you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening. I'm Lisa, and you've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real.